0: Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, on all of my friends. Yeah, all of my diamonds ain't shot. Haters like, knock that off. Yeah, all of your diamonds are fake. Need to stop that doll. Stop that doll. You really kissing that girl like she ain't me doll. Oh, my God. Shit, your low doing haters cause I'm blocking, y'all. Yo, 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 It's your boy. I'm in a singing-ass mood tonight, so sorry in advance. But it's your boy, Mr. Himiad himself, Marco the Prince, and you already know. I'm back here with the motherfucking shits. And guess what today is, yo If y'all been following this whole podcast journey, um, you would already know what today is, and I thank you for that, because, again, as I say every week, this shit ain't really motivating without y'all niggas listening, so, yes, 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 but yes, it is my one-year Podcast Anniversary So I decided uh, this episode would be a rant bag where I just talk my shit And then share my last one year experience through this whole fucking pandemic, and being consistent with this shit, and, you know, sharing, you know, what I've been through, so, so stay tuned for all that, that would be very exciting, um, again, before we get started, um, I want to say thank you for the listeners, if this is your first time, thank you, if this is not your first time listening to me, thank you, because, again, without y'all fucking listening, this shit ain't motivating, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do to get where you want to be. If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, um, but yes, yes, yes. Okay, before we get started, full disclosure, I have changed the Twitter. There is no longer a this is hear me out Twitter. Um, it is Marco De Prince. As the same for my personal Instagram. So, yeah. I wanted to make that be clear. Um, I just wanted to keep a podcast Instagram. um, Because more of me tweeting was my personal thoughts. It had nothing to do with the show. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't want to say like nothing to do with the show. But it was just like literally like I'll be drinking at a party. Just talking shit all up on Twitter. But, yeah. So, yeah, let's go ahead and jump into it, Um, bitches and niggas. First of all, I do have a wine tonight. (laughs) Y'all thought I motherfucking forgot. This is a um, $2.99 bottle of Douglas Hill, California sweet red table wine. And it's actually pretty good. It has 10% alcohol. So, I didn't do. I didn't do as good as I normally do, but. You know, 10% is still good as long as we're not getting in the one-digit (laughs) smartphone. And all my wine drinkers out there can feel me, okay? So, cheers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Thank y'all for tuning in and hearing about my anniversary. um, And you know, what I've been through in the last year and how podcasting has helped me. Um, First of all, it has made me want to get a lot more trades because um, I'm not really a fan of clocking into anyone's job to make their dreams come more true than mine, but we'll get there. We're not there today, Um, but bartending school is over. Bitches, let me tell you about this goddamn test. (laughs) I forgot. I ain't been to school in about, like, 10, 11 years to take, like, some actually classes. But I forgot, first of all, the waking up in the morning. I just knew that I was prepared and ready. Set my alarm, set my sweatpants and my hoodie out. Baby, by the third day of bartending school i was feeling it and i was yawning in class i had to stand up yes it's bartending school but we have an hour worth of book work and then the rest is hands-on so yeah i had to stand up through the book work because nigga i i couldn't do it this whole brunching and sunday fun day and doing all this how do y'all niggas do this in atlanta i'm actually expertise but we're not talking about me I still made it to class um, And, you know, your boy got a certification and certificate of completion and all that shit. So check me out at a bar near you here in Atlanta, motherfucking Georgia, you know. So, yeah, we're going to move right along. I'm a little lit. I was also been, um, smoking that Mary Jane, but you can call me Hurricane, Hurricane, it's started up to start an engine, man, does anybody, uh, y'all don't even know that song, I'm sure y'all don't, but, um yeah I actually don't know who the artist is off the top of my head I think it's like E40 or some shit featuring some other people and some shit but it's definitely from the west coast It, um, yeah so that's a real song um, so lately I've actually um, been on the good old clubhouse app first of all it's so addicting I had to turn my notifications off because every five minutes people was fucking pinging me to go in their fucking room and I'm like this is social anxiety at it's finest on a phone I'm not doing it so now I turn my notifications off and I just hop in whenever I want to. Because, you know, I control when I want to talk to people and not talk to people. Um But it's been good. I met some really dope people over there. Um You know, it was very nice. I was in one of these rooms, don't know the name, and don't ask. I just, like, if the conversation's good, I just stay in there. Um... I didn't personally realize how many, okay, let's stop. We're going to park the car. We're going to go back. We're going to go back to June, 2020. So that's when I decided to quit my corporate job um, due to the fact that George Floyd was murdered. Um, The company I worked for didn't say anything, but they had a private diversity meeting um, about the situation or a company meeting, so to say. So I was just fed up because y'all not about to sit here and whisper behind closed doors and tell us how important this is but not say anything to the committee. Not this one. So I decided to quit. And that was one of my biggest accomplishments uh, last year. So I also... Um, I did not share my story, but a gentleman on there had the same exact story as me, as I just told y'all, like he quit in June because they didn't give a fuck. And now he's out here just living his life and, you know, creating businesses and shit. But I never realized, like, I guess I was so isolated away from like black folks up in New York, um, upstate New York. So I really didn't have that social circle to... You know, like I had a few black friends, but we was all like, uh nigga, we gotta keep these job because bills will be due next month. And we was all like, you know what, you show right. But what we're gonna do for these next couple months is just stack that money. Hey, money. Um So it was pretty good. Um To, like, understand, like, people got different stories and actually connect with them, like, via Instagram and, you know, the clubhouse. And, you know, it almost reminds me of the chat lines back in the day. You know, the ones where it's, like, to to move to the next room, hit nine. To go back one room, hit six. Okay, y'all, I got to be quiet because somebody, like, my mom might be here. I can't be pushing all these loud ass buttons, and you know I gotta keep it on speaker because I can't whisper at all. I had a hard time like trying to sneak on hotlines, but it's just like that, just the app version. So it was it was pretty nice. Um, I will continue to use it. I'm gonna see how to set up a, um, a hear me out room on clubhouse so you guys can listen and we can do more of conversations um and it will be only exclusive to people that um subscribe to the room so um yes there was also i was in one of the rooms and there was a question that um popped out to me that said would you let your son dress up as a princess And it was more like not for Halloween or anything, but just because they wanted, you know how when you're three or four, you dress up as a cowboy or firefighter and you get to be that person all like, like in the grocery store and shit like that. Y'all know y'all saw kids with costumes and shit. So, um, and it made me really think. I would let my son dress up as a princess because for many different reasons actually Um I'm not gonna control what he like well first of all first and foremost I don't want no kids but if I did have kids this is how I feel or this is how I feel so damn where the fuck was I going with this Oh, yeah. So I would let my son dress up as a princess due to the fact because I don't want to block his blessings or, you know, his creative block. If he wants to feel like a motherfucking princess, a motherfucking queen, a motherfucking princess queen, okay? Peach, okay? We're going to do it. Because I personally feel like us in. That's in the black community. We're so judgmental of, oh, this ain't right, this ain't right, or why would you do that, bitch? Because this is my child, and whatever they want to do, I'm going to support them, whether I agree or not. And I know it's probably easier said than done to say it because I ain't got no kids. I don't really know that I could just be making that up, but um, for me as an individual and a non-future parent, um, I I would I would definitely do like a princess. Um, princess thing birthday party and shit, if he wanted it, he's gonna get it. Like, and I don't also feel like a lot of people think that you can push sexuality on children or people or whatever the case may be, and I am very opposed and opposite and not going for that. Because I personally feel like if a nigga know they gay, they gay. Or if a nigga wanna be a trans this, trans that, they can be. Like it's a new world and people can live their life how they want to so I know I took it really deep but yeah just for the sun and the um and the sun and the princesses I would definitely and I also hated that um they always pushed sports on young boys and then dance on girls when there was some bomb ass at- athletes there still are did y'all see that little uh, gymnastics girl I gotta get her name I gotta get her name before the show is over. But yeah. Um, Yeah, I just think we gotta just reverse the roles in society and just see what happens. Um, I think it'd be a dope thing for people just to let their hair down and just do them so I'm gonna support my son in whatever he wants to do um so the NFL is bullshit um Before I get to that, there was also another statement made in that club when it was like, we don't want to see that gay shit on TV. So when you see, um, sorry, I'm just going right backwards. (laughs) Um, we don't, you know, like two men kissing or two fathers or, you know, the, what, whatever the scene or the character may be. But I also think of it like this, but y'all sit here and watch power and new Jack city and real housewives and all this other bullshit on TV And those are quote-unquote role models for our community? The fuck? I mean, at least if you see a two-male or two-female household on any of these shows, they are corresponding and understanding and teach you things about yourself and the community. It's very educational. I'm not saying push these shows on your kids. But... I just think it's very wild that we can watch all these other shows like Real Housewives and New Jack City and Boys in the Hood and The Wood and all that shit. And that's okay to um, a black America society, but a two same gender household is not. Boy, get the fuck out of my face. we ain't not doing this. Moving right along. The NFL is bullshit. Um, I just don't understand how we're in the middle of a motherfucking pandemic. And they had a whole motherfucking Super Bowl game and performances. First of all, did y'all know that The weekend spent $7 million on that performance? Trash. Let's go back. Um, if we're in a motherfucking pandemic, why the fuck are y'all bringing the NFL there in an open city state, because y'all are greedy. And one thing I actually just finally realized this year is most of the athletes for the NFL are black, and most of the owners of the NFL is white. Um, I think the gentleman's name is Tristan Thomas on... Or is that a basketball player? Y'all know I don't really remember influences and shit, but he had this, like, I posted this video, and um, he stated that... Most of, the, um, most of the NFL players are black, and most of the owners of it is white. And then he was like, oh, where have I heard that before? And it's like modern-day slavery. Y'all using this for our talent, as I said before. No, I'm not watching it. The last time I watched the Super Bowl was when Beyonce performed, and that was that. The NBA is also trash, too, because they are bringing... Or allegedly, they haven't really confirmed it. Confirmed it, but it's in. It is in the talks of bringing the N- NBA All Star Game to Atlanta. But y'all was just talking shit about us on New Year's about her clubs being open and restaurants and doing all this, and I'm saying y'all to Fox News, uh, twelve, six, five, four, three, all the news networks. Y'all was just upset that we had all these clubs and restaurants open, but y'all bringing y'all y'all bringing our whole fucking basketball thing. Y'all greedy. We need to shut the whole state down, honestly, because none of this should be happening. And we're not gonna talk about that because I do be having my mask on. <laughs> but yeah, I just and I don't understand how Tom Brady keeps fucking winning the mother goddamn Super Bowl. Like I guess when you like white privileged and you know you got you're like America's hero quote unquote. That's what they do. It's just at this point, don't we already know who's gonna win every year? So why are we spending all this money for these white companies for these chips and these cokes and these bottles and hot dogs and doing all this shit? We already know who gonna win. Why am I watching the same game over every year, just a different team? It don't make sense. And y'all, first and foremost, y'all know y'all didn't have to do my uh, Jasmine Sullivan like that. Her singing with that white man. We didn't really need the white man. Is Black History man. Y'all always trying to add shit to performances and vocals and artists and shit. We didn't ask for that. We But we did ask for Jasmine Sullivan. I just don't know um, what's wrong with these niggas. I just don't know what's wrong with these niggas. (sighs) So, you know I'm going to talk about it. Y'all already know I'm going to talk about it. Y'all already know. Beyonce, Janelle's, Carter, uh, Nose Carter, my bad. I always do that. Because <sighs> I always think of Blue Ivy Carter. And, you know, but never mind. It's a lot be going on in this big ass head of mine. Ooh, bars. Um Beyonce, Miss Carter, Miss Nose Carter, Giselle, Beyonce. Michelle, Kelly, can you handle this? Ladies, ooh, can you handle this? What the fuck you doing? Beyonce, how the fuck you do a promo video for Icy Park? And then the next day it snows in California. What the fuck? Do you run the world? Girls, who run the world? I was just like, bitch, Beyonce is... I'm not saying she got, but, you know. Mmm. Mmm. That's all I'm gonna say. And if you know, you know. Because ain't no goddamn way that it's snowing in goddamn motherfucking California. And then this bitch is motherfucking sending goddamn... Ice motherfucking cubes to people's homes with, um, with merchandise inside. Ma'am, what are you doing? Brilliant idea. Fucking brilliant marketing on a one the top with the sauce because steak is rare and that's how I like it. Um, what? Beyonce. You got it. I don't know what you're doing over there at Adidas, but I, me, Marco, is not complaining. No, I ain't. showing. Keep giving me looks. Keep giving me body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. Ooh. Mm. Give me laid hair. Laid hair. Give me body, body, body. And I love how Beyonce, Chloe, and Haley are taking over the internet right now. I don't know if y'all peeped that, but Parkwood as a company right now is going big. Chloe and Haley also got signed or got contracted. I don't really know how to word that. But they're modeling for Louis Vuitton for spring 2021. And I think I'm a psychic because I definitely said that on the last episode, if not the episode before that. But um y'all should just y'all should just put me on your team since I'm already above trend for you guys. Um Yes. Come slide in the DMs and let me be a part of the team. Parkwood. Thank you. Bye. Um so y'all need to go listen to my homeboy the Don B playlist. I mean not playlist, excuse me, podcast. Um It's featuring me and another gentleman that I am really bad at marketing because Marco, what do your motherfucking hover? I'm actually freestyling. This is not on my notes. So yeah. But um I'm gonna give you guys a little snippet of the Beyonce audio right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did not know. So I um there. I actually want a Beyonce rap album. Um if Beyonce nice. was to get um, like a lot of female artists, all on one album, doing different types of tracks, and her rapping too, and bringing the women empowerment together. Um, I would like that. Let me tell you. Oh, something. you know, what would be really dope. Do you remember when Post right. Malone had like all them niggas on that one track, and they like they were, all, and mm-hmm. even Mary J. Blige was rapping. Yeah, at yeah, point. yeah, yeah. But if you imagine that she did, if Beyonce was like drill rapping, and I actually would like to add Rihanna too because I like Rihanna yep, rapping yep, too. Yep. Yep. And I would like to have to bring out mm-hmm. these female rappers, like all the new girls on there too, and like that. <laughs> Who is I like that. No, I love. No, we, I want both. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Beyonce right now is in the in the, the era where she can literally do whatever she wants. She's not. She's mm-hmm. not a competing contemporary artist anymore. She's in that phase between like contemporary artists and legacy. You know what I mean? Because she's you know she's pushing the big four all pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And She's been out here for since, for twenty something years, so she is. Um, She's hitting that that mark where it's like, whatever you put out next, it's just, the girls are going to eat it up. You literally have, you don't yeah. have to put it, you don't have to compete for number ones anymore. Radio play, that's over. You've already, you're Beyonce now. Whatever you do is going to be massive. So you can do whatever. So the rap thing, I was I hate- not expecting that, Marco. I am here because I've always said that Let Beyonce me- out most of the girls. Whole lot of gangin' okay. thirty five chains. Chain. I don't give a damn about the fame. No. G A plains Alexander Wayne. She a thought that you claim can be tapping my rank. Oh. Then I'm popping my bitches up, poppin'. We go to the dinner and cop it off. Sipping all. my favorite alcohol. I'm Got me so lit I need to all, all of my people I prema. I feel no wood wanna see the stars. Uh. sending the missiles out, tricking my inhibitions out. off. Two hundred fifty for the rich and meal. Yeah, yeah, living a field. My body made you go on here. Man, my mama, my name, my shield. No, it's not that big. Y'all know I love my fucking beyond on goddamn say. All I want is a trap album. God bless and all the trap niggas. Oh, if Beyonce and Future did a song, I would be here for it. Very trappy, very hood. Um, He can rep Atlanta, she can rep Houston. I would be here for that. I would also be here for a Beyonce and Gucci song. Um, I think the trap niggas also need that, along with the niggas like me. I want a Beyonce and new Meg song. Um, like oh, I originally did not like Savage, cause I was and this is just me just getting excited, but it, mm, I thought I was gonna Beyonce and Megan song away from like the TikToks and challenges and shit, but you know what? It grew on me. Um, yes, it did. <laughs> oh, yes, it did. Um, I would also want a Beyoncé and Rihanna song. Maybe a little reggae. Um, maybe like a little... Maybe a little... If you t- leave it to up, I'm gonna... I am a i can not think of a song. Let me not embarrass me on this goddamn thing. Um. Talk That Talk... Favorite album from Rihanna. So anything amongst those songs on there with Beyonce would be great. Um, And I would also like a Beyonce and Nicki song. I want them to rap over looking ass nigga. And I'm going to keep saying this. I'm going to keep putting it in the world. But Nicki body that. And nobody else jumped on that track. I don't know if it has copyrights or whatever the case may be, but we need the bitches to keep jumping on that track and use the chorus looking ass niggas as many times as you can so these niggas can know that you looking and they ain't a looking they a looking ass nigga. All right, let me stop bragging about Beyonce. Make sure you go check out the Don Beast podcast, the Beast Spot. Go check out our episode where we rant and rave about Beyonce. We're gonna take a little break and I will be back. So, fucking bitch, I caught rides for my bitches. I'll menu up the of the bitches. I drop a freestyle and get a rise out of bitches. bitches my bitches. I need to nickel with some different strokes, tied bitches. Shout out to my main bitches and my side bitches. Need with some good neck stretches My neck Welcome back, niggas You know, I had a little music break Um Yes Um, uh, but I wanted to just share Like my, like, one-year anniversary Experience with you guys Um, I think it's very important that you guys Know where I'm actually at right now Mentally, physically, emotionally And, ooh, verbally no, I'm just kidding. But I do think it's important that um you guys know like how much I've grown over the last year. So if you were to go back and listen to some um episodes, you'd be like, Oh, I remember that. Hey, turn up, turn up. Um But yeah, let's just get into it. I've got a few questions here that um a few of my friends um have asked me and here we go. I'm not saying their names, so don't even get excited. Um, What was my one-year experience like? Uh, My one-year anniversary. Like, when I first turned on the mic, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was nervous. I was scared. But I also wanted to be vulnerable and put myself out there. Bars. Um, But it got normal after time. Um, Just staying committed and doing something that I enjoy doing and loving. And um, being true to myself and the brand that I'm creating. So, um, after a while came easy to me, but even through like the darkest times through this whole fucking pandemic and, you know, growing with my audience on a therapy level also and keeping you guys up on my journey. That also meant a lot to me too, because I, pretty sure I said this before I say all th- I say that all the time but um sometimes I don't feel like I'm hurt enough in um not in like a more like conceited way but I have more talents to display bars um so this is only one outlet that is happening currently um but it's a great experience I wouldn't trade anything for the world uh, I met some really dope people had some really dope conversations. I learned some shit about me. I was surprised about some of the shit I said um and yeah, it's just it's it's been it's been one hell of a ride and roller coaster and I am very happy that I can share my experience with you guys and you guys hear me out every week um yeah, honestly um. What's one thing that I hated while living in New York? The pizza. Let me tell you, there would be pizza at every motherfucking function. We would have a brunch and they they would get a breakfast pizza. We would have a um, little company, little luncheon pizza all the goddamn time. Pizza, subs, or wings. I'm like, y'all don't know anything else so irritating like granted the pizza was good but i'm just like this is all y'all niggas eat like i got looked at because i wanted chinese food or i wanted to go get some thai food and it was probably only like one restaurant and shit actually i think i want some thai food it's been a very long time since i had some i'm gonna put that to my eat list um but i hated the pizza And not because the pizza was nasty, just because it was just at every event, and that's all that was offered, basically. It's pretty kind of fucking annoying. And I also met somebody that hate pizza. And they grew up in New York, they just always hate pizza. Um, And I see why people like pizza. Um, Because you can eat, it's like a salad. You can have it so many different types of ways, and so many different things on and off and around, and you know, you put on and, you know, it, it's it's a part of creativity. So, yeah. Hated the pizza, though. Um, how's my experience been without a job in eight months? Um, it has been great. I am truly blessed just be at the spot where I am to still enjoy life and know that, you know, walking away from my last previous job was one of the best things for me. Um, but you know, just financially preparing, um, you know, I did work in the financial world. So I also learned some new techniques on how to save and how all that motherfucking shit operates. Because when I tell you, I saw some big ass numbers that motivated me to get, where they are it was all a rap you know like I'm a hands-on and visual learner so I was like yo as do what yeah uh, uh, let me go ahead and start my own businesses because um yeah it ain't working so yes I've been very cheap on things. Um only shopping on the cell rack and buying in solid colors. Um because that helps with my wardrobe and all the goddamn shoes that I still got it got in this goddamn motherfucking closet. But yes, y'all already know I'm a shoe fanatic. Um but solids helps me like narrow down my closet. Y'all know y'all don't know me but y'all y'all gonna know me now. I'm the type of nigga that will, if I like one shirt in, say, this black color, I'm going to want them in all colors, especially if it fits me good and it looks good on my body and my skin. Granted, the colors that they offer might depend on if I buy it or not, but for the majority, I'm going to buy them. I'm going to buy this one, this one, and that one, but you can keep the fourth one (laughs) because that does not look good on me. So... Um, you know, and thrifting and, you know, staying a minimalist. Um, really trying not to buy any unnecessary things. Um, again, if it can't fit in my car, I don't really want it. Um, yeah. You know, just being mindful of, I don't know where I'm going, but I know where I've been. Type of quote. Um... And I actually heard that from somebody in my high school. She was giving a speech, and I was like, ooh, I really like that. I don't know where I'm going, but I know where I've been. And ever since then, whenever I get stressed out and shit, or like I'm confused on the type of path that I should be going, I repeatedly say that to myself. I don't know where I'm going, but I know where I've been. And it just reminds me, like, okay, you already know how to do this. You just got to do this, okay? Just like Nike, you need to do it. (laughs) Bye, Yo. I'm a little lit, but I'm going to keep drinking, because I got a few more questions. How I survived... A pandemic. (sighs) Weed, wine, and liquor. (laughs) Um, Okay, so definitely weed. Um, Therapy. And minding my own black ass business. I am being as safe as I can, but, you know, living in Atlanta where everything is open, I mean, I don't got to, but, you know, I do choose to, and I am aware of what I am doing, but, um... I'm just living life to the fullest, like either we all gonna get out of this together, which obviously we're not because four hundred and sixty thousand deaths has already happened if not more um so you know, taking my vitamins, taking my theraflu every night when I come home, make sure I wash all those clothes Throw them right in the wash, um yeah and make sure i lights all everything every time i think i got lights all up on my car too you know you gotta you gotta watch you gotta watch and another way that i have survived um the pre- pandemic currently is not allowing different type of energies into my space um i think it's very hard for niggas to understand like hey i'm not being rude i just don't feel like talking type of attitude versus ghosting and shit and i'm just like it's not fucking you sometimes niggas just want to be alone because that is an option that we can do bars i am dropping them i'm dropping nothing but gyms over here um so yeah It's a little... I forgot what I was saying. (laughs) But yeah, it's a little crazy. Um, A lot of therapy, though. Um, This podcast, Hear Me Out, has helped me through this pandemic. I can document my life and actually share with people around the world uh, my experience and hopefully motivate and inspire and be unapologetically black without being judged and all that other bullshit that the society places on you because you're doing successful and you look good you see what i did there wordplay on the beat i gotta refill my drink though y'all want another uh y'all want another y'all want another ooh y'all want another ooh y'all want another ooh um One more second. I'm a shit talker. I see him copy every look. I got a few dollars. Every check I deposit got a few comers. Pretty bitch mouth slick, I'm a good color. Fella sleeping goochie. heading house all roasty. He ate it with his grill, and I was diamonds in my coochie. I was in the dorm, stressed out with my roomy. Now I'm in a bin, stretched out, cause it's roomy. And- Yo, 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 it's your boy, Mr. Hit Me Out himself, Marco the Prince, and you already know, we back here with this shit. But, um, just a little music break, but last question, um, well, to add to the How I Survived, or How Am I Surviving the Pandemic is I'm um, also doing a lot of soul searching within myself and trying to figure out who I am and what I want my life to envision like and how I want people to envision my life to be because I feel like people have like a lot of stigmas and rumors and this and that and that and thirds and ooh la la la. And... Um, I just want to control my own story versus everything that's happening in the world and, you know, like being judged and shit and shit like that. So doing a lot of soul searching and understanding and developing me as a individual, as I mentioned before, Um, so a lot of self-care, you know nails and feet and haircuts and growing this goddamn beard that's still fucking goddamn patchy. Um, and also just trying new restaurants and trying new things. So, um, those are a few things that has helped me survive or, you know, soul search. I also do a lot of therapy. Um, as I mentioned a lot, my therapist is very dope. Um, sometimes I think she thinks I'm the motherfucking craziest person in the world, but she should be laughing it off. I think she think I'm still crazy. I know I'm still crazy, but we ain't got to talk about that. Um. Yeah, therapy has helped me a lot. It has helped me with family trauma, personal trauma, things that I'm overcoming or need to understand a little bit better, um, the types of energies that I'm accepting and the type of energies that I'm putting out. Um, it also has helped me understand situations as not being so like large and angry at versus like, the smaller ones where you need to correct them. Like, or correct people on their way. And that goes for friendship, relationship, and all this other type of ship that y'all do. Um, So, definitely has helped me understand myself and develop myself and educate myself to be the type of person that I want to be presented as in America. Even though it's really good over here. It's very ghetto um, here in America right now. They are still arguing over fourteen or $1,200 in goddamn, um, what is this called? Stimulus check, really fund, And I'm just like, y'all already made enough money. And Jeff Bozo, didn't he just step down from Amazon too? That looks a little fishy over there. But you know what? I don't report news. I just, you know. I just report what I see on the good old Twitters and Instagram. You know, just a little quick old little swipe over here for me. Um, yes. I think I answered that question. And the last question that I have is... Is where do you see your show going in a year? Um, first of all, that's a really good question. I would enjoy my show, and I would envision my show to be more of a come on, talk your shit, what if it, (sighs) how do I say this, like, if you just want to be unapologetically black and say your truth and let niggas know how you feel and, you know, share life lessons, um, a lot more guests like that, um, me being a little bit more vulnerable, um, I've been thinking about a YouTube channel for this, and a separate YouTube channel. So, I've been trying to battle in both of those. Something totally different. I already have the formats. But I just working on how to make them. The two shows that I have in my head different. So, you guys will be starting to see promo for that. And I know I keep teasing y'all with all this promises and advertisements and shit. But it is definitely coming. Um, So, stay tuned. And yes, I think I answered. Let me make sure because I don't want any of I don't want any of these five or six friends. I don't know how many questions I did because I just been talking. Um. So, but I think. That we are going to go ahead and get on out of here. I don't know why I'm talking like that, y'all. But I think I'm going to go ahead and get up on out of here. It has been a pleasure, a great time talking with y'all niggas. But y'all ain't got to go home. But you got to get the hell up out of here. However, make sure you follow your boy on the Instagram and the Twitter at Marco De Prince. That is M A R C O D E P R E N C E. And make sure you guys follow the podcast. I G at this is Hear Me Out. Where it's updates and advertisements and me showing my face a little bit more. Yes, so Alright y'all. Thank y'all for selling my anniversary with me. I'm about to go ahead and finish this. Wait, let me go ahead and finish this little wine while I'm on mic right now. It was like a little shot, so. Um. Yeah. Happy anniversary to me. Pop champagne. Yes, let's go out with... Um, let's go out with a good let's go out with like some pop champagne y'all want to do that y'all know i love um y'all know i love champagne with a a little bit of um orange juice but all right y'all until the next motherfucking episode we out um,